following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's what's on the schedule. February 2nd through the 5th, Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate inside Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. February 5th, Mania, the ABBA Tribute inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. February 16th, it's a huge show with Cody Johnson, with Randy Hauser inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets going fast at Ticketmaster.com. February 21st and 22nd, Shen Yun, China Before Communism. That will be inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. February 23rd, New Jack City Live. A live play based on the 1991 hit film, New Jack City, inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. On February 24th, Joe Bonamassa, live in concert at DeVos Performance Hall. February 25th, John Christ, two showtimes at 4 and 7 inside DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. And February 27th, WWE Raw, Monday Night Live inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Those tickets are smoking hot right now at Ticketmaster.com. And the show season is here at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The Michigan International Auto Show runs this weekend at DeVos Place February 10th through the 12th. It will be the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place. And the Grand Rapids Boat Show is back February 15th through the 19th at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations every weekday afternoon at 3 for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. By the way, if you're not in listening range for a local Huge Show affiliate, uh, you can listen on the free stream at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen and catch up on your schedule. And also, the podcasts are there and listen live. Weekdays at 3, anywhere in America where you have mobile service. DraftKings NFL Power Hour is coming up in less than 60 minutes. Jeff Risden, Sam Mann, and Chris from the Detroit Lions podcast team are down in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. We'll talk about players that could be a fit for the Lions and their needs in the offseason. That will be coming up in less than 60 minutes, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. Uh, In studio, first two hours on this football-slash-basketball Friday. By the way, I want to give Juwan Howard and Michigan some love. Best defensive 
effort of the season. It was a must-win game against Northwestern last night, and they got it done. That was solid. If your team can play like that, then how do you deliver the garbage games you have? It's effort. It's not summer AAU ball. Play some damn defense. It's a Big Ten. Preceding opinion does not reflect Juwan Howard or anybody connected to Michigan basketball. It's my damn opinion, and I'm sticking with it. We now join the huge show already in progress with Alan True, college football recruiting insider for the Midwest uh, for 24-7. He joins us uh, every year, and we kind of look at uh, both signing days. We talk about some of the stud kids from Michigan, which we've discussed, and also look ahead to a, a year from now. So if we fast forward uh, and you're back in February 2024, uh, who are we talking about in Michigan? Uh, We mentioned C.J. Carr going to Notre Dame, but who are uh, the best recruits? So next on the list after C.J., Nick Marsh at River Rouge, big receiver. You may remember him when they played DeWitt in the state final. He had a couple big catches, and he was only a freshman at that time. The very next day, I think Michigan, Michigan State offered him after that state title game. He's committed to Michigan State right now. Oklahoma just offered him today, though. He's going to take a little look around. I think Michigan State's still very much in the picture, but um, and, and he's still committed to them. But he's going to at least, I think, take some visits here in the spring. Brady Priestcorn, Rochester Adams, they've had a great uh, couple of seasons. He's been a big part of that. You know, they're a, a run first offense, but as a tight end, he's six foot six, two hundred and fifteen pounds. So they found ways to get him the football. Very, very good. You know. Our uh, crystal ball has him going to Michigan, but that's a little bit of a battle. He has Ohio State. He's got a bunch of schools down south. I think he'll stay in the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan State's recruiting him as well. Jacob Odin just committed to Michigan yesterday. Safety from out of Harper Woods in the Detroit area. So really, really good talent from right here in West Michigan. Gabe Van Sickle at Coopersville, I think, is the top guy in the area right now. Indiana just offered him. That was the first Big Ten. Don't think it's going to be the last for him, though. Lyman? Lyman, 6'5". You know, plays basketball right now, so athletic. Remember Carson Barnhart out of Pawpaw that yes. went to Michigan? And it's similar. Carson Carson got a lot of attention because he could play basketball, even though he looked, he's a six boxy, six five, two hundred and eighty pound looking guy that could run the floor. Gabe's kind of the same way. And Cam Post is playing basketball for Grand Rapids South Christian, who has committed to Tony and East and Ferris State. And you know, when you watch those guys who are big who can move like that, and I I saw Cam uh, Post play against. Uh, FHE Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, and I was like, "Hey, this dude is athletic." And you get a guy that big who's athletic, teams teams will just drool over the kid. If you're, just, I mean, if you're just a big guy playing lineman, I think the days of schools looking for those guys are kind of over. But you got to be, you got to throw on the track, you got to wrestle, you got to play basketball, you got to do something else. Some of those guys play baseball. Schools are so limited now in their ability to evaluate you just during a football season that when they're coming in during the winter they're watching you play basketball and they're going to come back in the spring and they're going to watch you throw. Or if you happen to run or do something else, play baseball. I think that all the, the specialization, I know coaches say it all the time. It's not a good, not always a good thing if you're trying to get recruited. All right. So as a guy, Alan, that covers the Midwest for 24 seven college football recruiting for a parent listening for a, a kid who's in eighth, ninth grade, a sophomore, well, when does the, and how does the recruiting process begin? So I think it begins at different points for different people. For Dante Moore, it started in seventh grade, but not everybody's Dante Moore. And then you see guys that sometimes they don't, 
play football for. There's a kid at Orchard Lake St. Mary's this year that hadn't played football since middle school, picked it back up, and all of a sudden he's got an Iowa offer and he's looking at all these different options. So I think that it's easy to see the guys that get recruited early and say, am I doing something wrong if I'm not getting recruited as a freshman or sophomores? But it happens at such different times for everybody else. The process starts for you when you're ready. When do you physically when are you physically ready? Some guys develop earlier than others. So I don't think you need to force it until that kid is physically able to go out and compete at a camp or on Friday nights at that level so where they're ready. Because if if you think as a parent they're ready and they're not and they go to one of these camps and they're embarrassed, A, you know, the confidence hit to the kid could be something they don't recover from. And B uh, the kid will look and say, maybe I'm not as good as I thought. There, there's a lot of mental anguish, I think, related to that. And sometimes it's hard to erase a first opinion. If you put a kid out you're there. You're talking about a coach the first time you see somebody. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. If you yeah. go to Michigan State camp the first time they see you and you're not ready, that's going to stick with you. You're going to have to undo that opinion, right? So I always say the process starts when, when that kid is ready to compete against other Division One prospects. When parents ask me, because, you know, I, I do a statewide sports show, I have a lot of football coaches, recruiting insiders, uh, analysts on, I say get get your huddle, get your huddle highlights, post it on your Twitter uh, is the best spot for kids. You know, I don't think Instagram or Snapchat kind of works, but on a Twitter account that is there with your information and you know that the schools are scouring. I read a story that Nick Saban has – Different regions, there's a guy for uh, like graduate students or uh, graduate assistants that all they do is pull an archive in a computer the football highlights they see of high school kids from all across the country because they never want to miss on somebody. Yep, and the data that goes along with it. A lot of schools use a service called Tracking Football, which looks at your track times. It looks at your shot put and disc throwing records it it inputs all of those and then it compares those to guys who in the nfl like at that age who were you comparable to and so they'll look at that data as well but i always you know it's like it's like comedy if i can put this to comedy people say how do you get a netflix special or how do you get signed to a comedy agency well you got to be funny first and so that's how it is with football how do you get recruited well focus on being a good athlete focus on being a good student focus on being a good football player first and the recruiting will come. Sometimes people want the recruiting to come before the rest of it. And I, I think that that's, you know, it's easy to look at the internet and think that, but you gotta, you gotta be good at football. You gotta have something to offer these schools before they'll offer you. So to a parent listening where they feel their son could be a college football recruit, what would be your best advice? So for one, make sure that they're working in the off season. There's, you know, they're working at their school, with the staff, the strength staff, or they're going to, you mentioned power strength, they're going to a place like that. And, and maybe at a place like power strength, you're working alongside guys who are going off to play college football. And you can see, am I comparable to these guys right now? Am I on the right path? And then you got to get out to some events and compete. Maybe you were lucky enough to play against division one recruits during your season. And you can say, was I, did I belong on the field with those guys? And then you go to a camp and see, do I belong on a field? Or as you said, you might go there and find out, well, I'm not good enough yet. So what are the things that I need to do in order to get that good? Um, so there's great opportunities in this area. Ferris State has a big camp that has a lot of Division One coaches at it. Michigan State runs camps. Grand Valley runs camps. Western Michigan runs camps. Every, every school that has football in this state 
runs camps. Go to if you don't know what level you belong at, go compete at, at some of those and, and cast a wide net. Go to some of the GLIAC schools. Go to some of the Big Ten schools. Go to some of the MAC schools, and uh, and and you should have a picture by the end of that summer of where you think you belong heading into your season. His name is Alan. Truly handles college football recruiting for the Midwest for twenty four seven Sports. Joining us uh, in studio. Uh, from a D3 perspective, uh, they were saying that Peter Sturzma at Hope College had like a, a high-end D2 recruiting class. And again, we're looking at transfer portal, COVID years, the trickle-down effect. Uh, but one thing I'll say beyond uh, redshirt years or transfer portal, you know, I've seen Sturzma and his staff at, and you talk about multiple sporting events, spring sporting events for a kid, winter basketball. Uh, I've seen them on sidelines on playoff games, regular season games. It really is about a coaching staff rolling up their sleeves and going to work. Your, your thoughts on D3 football, because Alma uh, won a D3 playoff game for the first time ever, MIAA. Uh, you had Albion. Their coach now moved up is at Northwood. You have Sturzma and the job uh, he's doing at Hope. Uh, all levels, man. D3, D2, D1 in this state are really strong. Very good programs here. Very good. Co- I mean, I think the kids in uh, the state are are spoiled to an extent when you can go visit these programs and be recruited by, I think, some of the best Division two and Division three schools in the country. And the proof is in the pudding when you see the results that some of those schools have. Now, I do think that recruiting, when you look at it from a coach's perspective and a staff perspective, a lot of it is about effort. And Coach Sturzma and his staff, they really get after it. And, and that's why they're going toe-to-toe with some of the division two schools and um, are, are going to put together a really, really good class there. They, they really value recruiting. I think that's most of the battle. You have to have something to sell, but there's some coaches that are better at selling what they have than others. And there are some coaches who do a better job of building relationships, staying in contact with uh, recruits and building their brand. And I think that under Sturzma, you just see the name hope college out on the trail a lot more. Alan Drew, checking in in studio. If you have a college football recruiting question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And again, opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids inside Vanandal Arena. If you haven't been to a game yet, tickets at Ticketmaster.com and also follow uh, the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. Who would be your college football programs in the state of Michigan that are on the rise? That based on uh, recruiting, we'll get to the rest of the Big Ten in a moment, and we'll wrap up our conversation here on the Michigan side. Who, who's a uh, whether it's D three, whether it's uh, D two, or you know, you mentioned Eastern uh, being number one, and I think their recruiting class is based on. Uh, the fact that they're winning football games, right? And, and they won a bowl. Did they win a bowl game? Yeah, they won a yeah. bowl game. Yeah, so uh, who, who would be a pro? Because Michigan, Michigan State, we know on the rise what they have, what they're doing, what Michigan's done. But beyond those two big boys, who, who's a, a football staff and program you think? And beyond Tony and Easton, Ferris State and Grand Valley's track record speaks for itself. Maybe slightly off the radar that really is stockpiling some good high school football talent. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can 
count Eastern in that anymore. They're established to me right. by this point. I think they've that's now four bowl games under Chris Crane, which is incredible when you think about where that program. I can't believe was. he hasn't been hired by a bigger program. I can't either. That one's that one's a maybe little he wants weird. to stay and he he wants to finish the job there right before he moves mm-hmm. on. I think you look at what like Lance Leipold going from Buffalo to Kansas and the success he has, and I think Chris Crane is in that mold. But to answer your question, we do have a lot of good established programs here. I think Davenport is the one that if you are talking about on the rise, the season that they had last year, just a really, really great season. This is for a place that didn't have football not too long ago, and they've done a really, really good job in recruiting when you look at this class. And it's not, and they, and they do build it with Michigan kids, but they've done a really good job going down in the southeast. There's always some Florida kids in that class. Uh, they had the them bossy kid that was um, committed to Michigan that they took and became a good player for them. He was out of Georgia. I think uh, in terms of programs that are on the rise and what they've been able to build in a short amount of time, Davenport is the one in the state that has risen in the in the last few years. Yeah, uh, Sparky McEwen, again, another, I, I mentioned Sturzman, his staff, and Sparky uh, was on our signing day show uh, yesterday, and the hard work, uh, n- n- not giving up on a kid, even though... If Ferris and Grand Valley roll in with their hardware, here's why you're a fit here at Davenport. I mean, it really is about, and you know it more than anybody with recruiting, it's about a strong coaching staff and relationships. It is. And you know what? The the first staff, Lou Esposito, is now at Western Michigan. He started that thing off, and he did a great job. I, I want to say that you know when they first started to recruit talent in, and then uh, Coach McEwen and his staff have really done a good job of taking that and then running with it and, and establishing that program. I would not have thought that they would be as competitive as quickly as they are in the GLIAC because the GLIAC's a great conference with some established programs, and uh, they've done a good job making themselves a presence. And so, and by the way, somebody just mess- messaged me about Davenport and wanted to say thank you to you for mentioning their Ultimate Frisbee program, which is now a scholarship sport. They couldn't believe that you and I used to I used to play quite a bit, and so they mentioned they said thank huge for mentioning. Well, that. I did the shout outs. I do them you know once a year on the Wednesday Thursday around signing days, right on the late one, and give all the sports love. And somebody on the Huge Show Facebook page <laughs> said uh, from City High in Grand Rapids. Got a college scholarship for Ultimate Frisbee at Davenport. Davenport gives scholarships for Ultimate Frisbee now. I think Ferris gives scholarships for disc golf. I mean, the more opportunities, the better, right? Like it's And so uh, that did not go unnoticed that you mentioned that. Well, and I think they do it for video gaming as they well do. at Ferris. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's uh, you better keep the cafeteria stockpiled with a lot of chips and munchies, but uh, they got the, <laughs> they got the ultimate, ultimate Frisbee. I, I, they, they must have a home course they build out there by campus, yeah, right? They've done a good job of building that. There's a high school, an entire high school league now that they play on Friday nights. There's a high school ultimate Frisbee league in West Michigan. And there is, and it goes down to my son's going to be in fourth grade next year. He can play. We're going to get him because my wife played. I played. We're going to get him into that, and, and it's, a, it's just a really... There's a high school league for Ultimate Frisbee on Friday nights. High school nights. league on Friday nights. I did not know that. And someone got a scholarship. Someone got a scholarship. So who knows? Ultimate Frisbee. Who knows how long before 24-7 says, hey, Alan, you got to start ranking Ultimate Frisbee players. But And we'll have to do a whole hour. We'll have to do it. Yeah, we'll do that hour. We'll get Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast to have Don Kern doing a marathon hour. We'll do all that. I mean, I, Ultimate Frisbee, a college scholarship. And at Davenport, that, that's a good school. I know. You know, wasn't that that long i can remember when people first started getting lacrosse scholarships 
and people were kind of like, what's going on? You or know, like rugby, right? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So stuff like that. So I think it's great to give kids, uh, the op- different kids, different opportunities. His name is Alan True. Uh, one day he may be the Midwest recruiting insider for Ultimate Frisbee. Right now he's handling uh, high school football recruiting for 27 sports. Like I said, if you have a high school recruiting question in the state of Michigan, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, adopt it on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Grab your Mickey ears and get ready for the ultimate Disney party. Filled with all your favorite Disney friends. Dance with Aladdin. Laugh with the gang from Toy Story 4. And sing along with Belle and many more as you become part of the celebration. Disney on Ice presents Let's Celebrate, live in your hometown. Opening night tickets start at $15. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Coming to Van Andel Arena February 2nd through 5th. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across The Huge Show here in Michigan, 19th Station Strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen live anywhere in America uh, where you have mobile service, a free stream at thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Alan True covers the Midwest. 
college football recruiting wrapping up on both signing days from December and just a couple of days ago in studio here for another 25 minutes. Uh, we were talking about Tyrone Wheatley, uh, head state or head football coach now at Wayne State uh, in the Detroit area. It'll be interesting to see what he's going to do uh, there on the east side of the state. Yeah, well, he brings immediate name recognition and he's considered one of the best athletes to come out of the definitely that area but the entire state of michigan ever he brings nfl experience so there's a lot of elements there that you like he's been a, he's been a head coach before at morgan state briefly but he's coached at the nfl he's coached at michigan he's coached at syracuse so he brings a wealth of experience i think he's gonna i think he's gonna be able to make an impact there uh, on the trail he's he's got a little bit of an uphill battle you know the gliac is so good and you got Grand Valley, you got Farah, Saginaw had a good year. We mentioned Davenport on the rise, and so it's a crowded conference now. But I think he's got some elements there. He had a good first class. Uh, they, the previous staff built a good recruiting class for him. He was able to keep that, and they signed you know, 20 kids, including uh, Jaden Acker from right here. Kenowa Hills is coming out there. That was a good get for them. He had some academy offers and some other Division One interests. I think Tyrone Wheatley will maximize the Detroit metro area. Uh, with his street cred from playing in that area, playing at Michigan, the NFL pedigree, and he's going to really try and make Wayne State a go-to D2 destination for Detroit athletes. Very well-known, well-respected in that area with the high school coaches. And there's this thought, I think, with some of the high schools on that side of the state and with some of the athletes that if you're in Detroit, you don't necessarily want to stay in Detroit. Sometimes those guys want to leave, and they have. And I think that... Tyrone will make it harder for those guys to leave. He's going to he's going to try to put a fence around Detroit. What about uh, Wooster in as the replacement for Matt Mitchell at Grand Valley State? Uh, it's kind of a turnkey program that his head coaches all go on to do bigger and better things. Brian Kelly, uh, Chuck Martin, now Matt Mitchell. Your thought on Wooster? Uh, what type of recruiter is he, and what type of head coach do you think he'll be? In Allentale, I think that's a. I mean, that's an incredible job, right? At the Division Two level, with the tradition they have, the facilities they have, the school they have, and they have a team coming back that can compete for a national title. They're a couple, you know, they're leading Ferris in the fourth quarter of that playoff game, and so that's a good job. There was a lot of interest in that job, and Wooster was almost unanimously the choice that people inside the program wanted. And, and it keeps the staff together, which they have a really good staff. He is, I think he's going to do a great job. Very put together. You know, you even listen to his introductory press conference and it just seems like a guy, you would never guess that it's his first time being there. You know, very, very polished, extremely good offensive line coach. And that's where games are won and lost. We mentioned them signing Aaron Bradley, who had power five offers earlier. He's got a lot of talent coming into that room and so I think they're going to they're going to do extremely well. And I think it's going to start this year with the team they have coming back. All right. Our final thoughts on your area, the Midwest, the Big Ten. Uh, let's begin with uh, what's the latest trending when it comes to programs that are very attractive to high school football players all across the Midwest, the region you cover for 24 seven, obviously. It would be Michigan, Ohio State, but then I'm looking at Ryan Day had his lowest number of five stars that he's had since he's been there. He hasn't beat Michigan the last two tries. Uh, who's trending in the Midwest when it comes to catching the attention of high school football players? So, you know, Michigan State finished fourth in the conference. I don't know that we we kind of glazed over that earlier, but you, you expect Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan usually in the top three, and then there's a battle for that fourth spot. 
and Michigan State being there, that's a really good finish. Off the season they just had, too. That's a great finish. You know, we did talk about that earlier. Right behind them, though, was Nebraska. And they underwent a coaching change, and Matt Rule comes in, not only saves the class, but adds to it. Actually had them in that four spot. Michigan State just nipped them at the end by picking up a kid from Florida. Nebraska is going to be a force to be reckoned with, with with Matt Rule, especially if they can win some games. Scott Frost was recruiting well. They just ended up not being able to win with that talent. If Rule can win some games with his NFL pedigree and what you see what he did at even at Temple, at Baylor, at places like that, Nebraska is going to be a school to watch out for. I think Iowa and uh, Wisconsin, typically those are developmental programs. They get guys, they develop them. They're going to recruit. They've Iowa started to recruit better, and you can bet that Wisconsin with Luke Fickle, they're going to recruit extremely well there as well. Well, you got Cade McNamara as their quarterback, at least uh, leading the fight. You have Eric All. There's a Michigan connection. Can't wait for that Big Ten championship game with J.J. McCarthy versus Cade McNamara. Welcome back to Indy on the Wolverine IMG Network. And then Cade McNamara sends Michigan home. And he gives a salute to all the fans on Twitter and Facebook. Would be something if that happened, right? We asked him about that on the Big Ten Network a couple days ago. What did he say? He, uh, you know, he did a good job as he is, as he's a good decision maker on the you football politician? field. He made a good decision to not really answer the question. He said he's thought about it, though. Yeah, but he's not going to answer it on you TV. You can tell there's a little chip on his shoulder. He don't it. do bulletin board material. Go ask the Bengals about Burrowhead Stadium and how it motivated. You could see afterwards, you know, Kelsey and Mahomes. You, you don't give uh, grown men uh, bulletin board uh, material. Uh, Alan True, Midwest. Uh, insider covers it for twenty four seven college football recruiting. Uh, joining us, yeah. The one question I had, like we talked about with Mel Tucker, is that okay? You you have the number four recruiting class. You, you can't have any more five and seven, four and eight, three and nine. You can't go there again. You can't. You're making ninety five million. You cannot go there. Frost for some reason compared to UCF. But let's remember, I, I think he had Josh Heupel. Then he has his offensive coordinator at UCF, and you see what Josh has done at Tennessee, the former Oklahoma quarterback. Uh, you're making nine and a half million bucks a year. You can't. Your your bottom end is going to the the Motor City Bowl or Quick Lane Bowl, whatever they call it. I think in a funny way too, the expectations got set so high when they started winning right out of the gate. If they had not done well that season, nobody would have blamed him, right? Nobody expected Michigan State him to just come in and Michigan State off of COVID year and win ten games. But once you did that, that expectation and that bar was set. And Peyton Thorne was just bad this year at quarterback. I, you know, Jim Comperoni, one of the Spartan insiders, said that. It's an open competition now, a quarterback for Michigan State. Right? He, he told me that on the show earlier this week. And that's the I think that's the most important two-year cycle, the last two years for Michigan State, was picking up two strong quarterback commits from out west. Kane Hauser, four-star guy, elite 11 guy. You come this year, they pick up a They're kid. They're saying he might be the guy this he year. He might be. And Sam Levitt, who they got in this class, was a Washington State commit that blew up as a senior, threw for a gajillion yards as a senior. They missed on some quarterback recruits for that. Before that, the first guy they signed, Hamp Fay, they moved him to tight end. So that's pretty bare quarterback room. And getting those two guys back to back, huge for Michigan State's future. Yeah, and that's where you know, what you just said about you know, Rule or Scott Frost couldn't do it, could recruit, but it didn't translate to wins. That that's the area right now with Mel Tucker that I'm very curious 
uh, to see beginning uh, this fall when they gave you a $95 million deal because you were out of the box strong and you beat Michigan twice. Uh, you got to step up, and that's what coaches do. They get paid. It's nothing personal. And you know what? He's recruiting extremely well, which that also is a it's a good problem to have, but the expectations are higher when on paper you're bringing in all the talent that they are. So uh, f- looking ahead to a year from now for Michigan and Michigan State on that note, Alan, where where are the Spartans and the Wolverines for recruiting classes early for 2024? I think Michigan's going to have a chance, like, as I mentioned. To, I think this class will be ranked higher than the 23 class, which finished, I think it, they ended up at 18, definitely inside right. the top 20. This next class should be a top 10 class if everything trends the way things are trending and you get a headliner in that class like five-star quarterback Jaden Davis. They need to close that recruitment out. Um, they haven't yet. We thought that it's possible that he would have decided by now. He hasn't yet. I think some of the uh, the quarterback coach changed there. I think now that things have solidified, he could make a decision in the near future, but we don't know that for sure. Um, he would be uh, monumental to that class. So I think Michigan will have a chance to finish one or two in the Big Ten. Michigan State, I think it'll be hard for them to duplicate being four in the conference, and Nebraska's going to make that more difficult. Maryland's recruiting well, but I think they'll be right there with a chance. They'll be in the top half of the conference again just because they get after recruiting so well. And the, the one guy we did not mention on that staff, they hired a pass rush specialist last year. Everybody said, what's that? You know, this guy's social media working with NFL pass rushers. He's working with TJ Watt and people thought it was a gimmick. He's made a huge difference. Almost all of their, like if you look at the top of their class in 23, a lot of defensive linemen in there, that's going to happen again. They're, they're right in it with a five-star defensive lineman, David Stone. And I think Brandon T. Jordan, their pass rush specialist has a lot to do with that. Yeah, look how good Winman played last year. Yeah, the transfer portal guy. It, well, yeah, it wasn't just that they got recruits either. They really have three. They had three defensive line guys in there. They had him. They had Kevin Vickerson, who played there as an assistant, plus Marco Coleman, who was the defensive line coach at the time. So they really had a bunch. And, and you have a defensive-minded head coach. So. They just got to win. You know, yeah, These guys are getting paid ridiculous money to win. And it's not win championships every year, but make your fan base happy. And I think for Michigan State, because it bottomed out so much in the fall of 2022 that if they're eight and four and in a bowl game, I think their fans are fine. But the key is, do you have that quarterback to give you hope? Like JJ McCarthy has given Michigan hope. And maybe even the Jane Davis kid is waiting to see, Hey, how long is McCarthy going to hang around at Michigan? Right. That could be a legitimate question for a kid who probably expects to play minimum. You red shirt year and you get the, 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 Redshirt freshman year when you're starting, right? I tell you what, a good quarterback can equalize out a lot of things. You look at Purdue making it to the conference title game this year with a former walk-on at quarterback, but he was clearly clearly they, they, they developed Connor, him. Right? Yeah, yeah, they developed him into a really good player. And you look at Northwestern, the two years that they had a good quarterback, they made it to Indianapolis, and the years that they didn't, they've been in the bottom of the Big Ten West. And so it's that the rest of their roster isn't that different. It was the quarterback, I think, that made the difference in those seasons. And then Jeff Brom says, you know what, I'm not going to contend uh, with how deep the Big Ten has become, and I'm going to go to my alma mater, Louisville. And he leaves Purdue. Goes back home, and uh, and I think things will shift a little bit at Purdue as well. You, you go from an offensive-minded head coach now bringing in Ryan Walters, who did... I thought a brilliant job being the defensive coordinator at Illinois, but they're going to be more of a defensive-minded team now, I think. Alan True, you can follow him on Twitter, and also he's the Midwest football recruiting insider for 24-7. He joins us 
uh, each and every year in studio. We do an hour, hour and a half, couple hours uh, talking recruits. Uh, so one year from now, uh, who will be the most talked about high school player? And, and, and he may not be number one right now in that 2024 list, which would be C.J. Carr, who didn't have a monster high school season. But again, when teams game plan for you and look for you, and you're also knowing you're signed with Notre Dame, I don't know if there's a lot of drive uh, left. And, and you get, he lost his, I think his quarterback coach went to Adrian, was the head coach there. Uh, and you, you know you have ND. I, I don't think you're going to run as much and get hurt. Uh, so who's that superstar? You think a, a year from now, Ford Field, less than a year, at the Michigan High School Athletic Association Championships, this guy is there, and people are like, I can't believe how good he is. I think it's the guy in the following class that CJ lost to in the playoffs, actually, Bryce Underwood at Belleville. So you're talking 2025. 2025, but in two high school seasons, he's won two state titles. So freshman and a sophomore. Freshman and a sophomore, he's won state titles. And you see him in person, and he's 6'3", 190 pounds. Belleville, big arm, you know, just looks, he looked in eighth grade. Did they beat Caledonia in the D1, was it the D1 championship? They did, yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know what, the game that CJ lost to Belleville, he played outstanding. That was like, everybody was like, okay, that's the CJ Carr we wanted to see. Really, really turned it on in that game, nearly beat them. He had them on the ropes for a little bit and made some outstanding plays in that game. But Bryce Underwood is going to be, you know, you go... Three in a row, Dante Moore, C.J. Carr, and then Bryce Underwood. He's already ranked the number one quarterback in the country in his class. He's Max Preps Player of the Year in the state of Michigan for a freshman or a Player of the Year in the country for his class. Two years in a row, Max Preps. So he he'll leave barring an injury or he moves on. He could leave with four straight titles as a starting quarterback and offers at the D one level at the D one level and, and offers from. Probably everybody in the country by that point. Michigan, Ohio. Is there State. anybody in on him early that is a front runner? I would not say there's a front. He's got 31 scholarship offers right now, so he's got Michigan, he's got Ohio State, he's got Georgia, got a lot of the big boys. He's considering. You know, he's he has not really narrowed things down at all yet. It's going to be a battle for that kid. It's going to be. It, it'll be even. I think more of an interesting recruiting battle. Who has the better chance, more. Michigan or Michigan State, for him? You know what? He's been to both quite a bit. I don't. I think it's neck and neck between those. I think. I think right now, if you had, to, if I had to guess, he's probably out of state is probably the best. You think he's going to be in Alabama, Georgia? Just he's he's that big. Uh, it could. Now the in-state schools have all done. They've done their part. He just. He's one of those kids who has has kept everything for one thing very open and then close to the vest. So it's hard. It's hard to tell right now early on exactly where he's leaning. Alan, uh, great stuff, my man. Uh, that was a fast couple hours together. It was. I appreciate uh, you letting me. We threw in pickleball. We threw in ultimate frisbee. Well, uh, we we, we cover everything with yeah. you. You're the college football recruiting insider for the Midwest for 24-7 and also one of the top analysts for pickleball. Uh, you taught Joey Baroni and Jeff Trimble everything they need to know on the pickleball court and ultimate frisbee and the Friday night high school league. I got to talk to Tim Fagan, who runs... 96-1 and iHeart West Michigan on the Friday night Frisbee game of the week. Let's do it. I'll come on that. We'll be color commentator. We'll do it on the Ocho. We'll do it on ESPN 961, the Ocho. Hey, or no, get, actually, it's 961, the game. Now. They're giving scholarships for it now. Like, well, let's, let's be ahead of the game on that. Get your kid a Frisbee now. If you're listening, they could be playing ultimate Frisbee at Davenport. It's free college. It's all the same. Free college, yeah. That's, your kid can go get like a $200,000 scholarship for playing Frisbee? 
just wait till there's yeah, I'm going to send him to power strength and he's just going to do right arm workouts the whole time. <laughs> right so arm's bigger just, than the left just, arm. Just right arm workouts so he Look can throw that Look at that, that little Johnny Tro could throw that 200 yards. He's amazing. <laughs> oh, he's decided between Alabama, Georgia, and Davenport. He'll have a signing day party. All right, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, Alan Tru uh, in studio from 24-7 covers the Midwest high school football recruiting. Top of the hour will be another edition of the DraftKings Sportsbook app NFL Power Hour. We'll hear from Jeff Risden, Chris, and Sandman, and the Detroit Lions podcast crew. They have been parked down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. We'll talk Lions and the NFL coming up here in just about 15 minutes on another edition of the DraftKings Sportsbook app NFL Power Hour. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's Buy Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Friday, presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Week from today, I will be at DeVos Place for the West Michigan Golf Show, one of the top golf shows in America at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. It runs a week from today through the 11th and the 12th, and then after I'm done 
with the golf show later that weekend, Saturday and Sunday, our super weekend at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. If you want to win an overnight stay for you and a guest, Saturday, Feb 11, and Sunday, Feb 12th, you'll get a free Super Sunday brunch with us. Uh, We have a lot going on before the Chiefs and the Eagles and a huge watch party inside the tap room at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. That is less than an hour north of GR. Just go to the Huge Show Facebook page or at Huge Show on Twitter and enter. You must be 21 and we'll draw nine winners on Tuesday who will join us and get the two nights accommodations and also a foursome of golf at Tullymore St. Ives to use sometime in 2023. Just go to the Huge Show Facebook page and at Huge Show on Twitter. Superfly Hayes has been unbelievable today. Fantastic. DraftKings NFL Power Hour is coming up. We'll check in with the team from the Detroit Lions podcast as they've been hunkered down in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. That and Lions and NFL conversation coming up on the only show willing to tell it like it is. Big. Bad. Huge.